Welcome to Space Floor NBA Podcast. My name is Connor Geelan. And I'm Connor Flannery. This is our seventh official episode, and today we're going to be playing an NBA over or under game. Basically, how this works is we take a player and we give a stat, points per game, and we'll say one of us will give a number, which we think they'll average, and then the other person can either say over, he'll average more, or under, which he aver- he'll average less. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. <laughs> okay, um, I want to talk about this guy, MVP candidate, Anthony Davis. Yep. I think we're going to be kind of like general here, round numbers, 30 points per game, over right. or under. This one's very tough for me because I almost put Anthony Davis on my list as well. Um, you look at average 28 points per game last year with Boogie Cousins for a part of the season. So I think that it's very conceivable that for without Boogie for a full season that he could average 30 or maybe even a little bit more. So I think I would go with over that he would average like 31. I I don't know. I don't know that. I think that he'll make a bigger jump than like one point per game. I, I think so he'll you, average more than like 29. I think yeah, he'll average. Okay. So I'm going to go with over. If 31, I had, if I had to bet, I would have bet 30 on the dot. So I'm going to go with 31. Okay. Okay. That's fair. So over. Or like, you know, 30.5 or something. Yeah, justification for this is he averaged 28 last year with DeMarcus Cousins on his team for part of the season. And I think there aren't that many scorers on this team. Agreed. Yeah. And definitely not that many shot creators besides maybe Julius Randle. Like, that's the only yeah. one I can... And maybe Drew Holiday. He's going to need to put up numbers like yeah, that. that's the only thing I can think of. And if he does... Is he in the MVP conversation? Real sure. Quick? Why not? Except yeah. I, I don't Team think... Team success is going to be the only yeah, problem then. Yeah, that's why I don't think he will. Yeah. All right. Um, my first player, Markel Fultz. I have a... I, my question for you is, will he average more or less than 14 points per game? Ooh, that's like... It's a, I would say it's a little bit high, actually. Like, But, but th- that's your number. I would yeah. say... That's a weird number. It's, it's tough to do this on the spot. I would say lower, just because... Okay. I think that he won't be a starter, maybe. Like, especially right away. I don't think he'll be a starter with, like, Ben Simmons and J.J. Redick, Rocco, Saric, and Embiid. And I think that they that Ben Simmons is going to be the primary ball handler, most likely, mm-hmm. and that it's going to be weird to see if he can share the floor with Ben Simmons. I know yeah. Ben Simmons isn't a scorer. He's a passer. But mm. you have him as a shot creator. You have Joel Embiid as a shot creator. And it's not like Marco Fultz. We talked about this in our last episode. I, I'm under the position that Marco Fultz is in this spot-up shooter. Yeah. So, like, I'm not sure how he's going to get his buckets. I know he's going to be he's going to play well this year, in my opinion. But yeah. I don't know how he's going to get his buckets. Yeah. In, in his first real NBA season, mm-hmm. I'm probably going to go under 14 points per game. Yeah. I'm super high on Markel, which is why I had him at – 14 but you can definitely make the argument for under just because there are so many good scorers on this Sixers team yeah yeah I I, I want to go I want to say that for that over 14 is possible just because I think that he's such a talented player um just I, I'm still so high on him just because I liked him so much as a prospect coming out of yeah. college so, okay so, so under under's the final answer I, and I also I like him to just prove the haters wrong so yeah <laughs> of course so basically that's it yeah Oh, also, second part two of of Markel, we sort of talked about in the last episode is his jump shot and how much did it really improve over the season. Um, 
and that he looks pretty good for mid-range, but whether he can make the three-pointer is still sort of up in the air. Do you think he'll average more or less than one three-pointer made per game? Hmm. I think I think more. I mean, one right. three isn't, like, that much. Yeah. I realize, like, I mean, assuming he shoots, what, 30, 33%, mm-hmm. like, that's that's below average. Yeah. I, I, think he'll, I think he'll probably take three attempts per game. Three attempts? Yeah. So I, th- I think... So it's, you would ju- so three times and you would guess he'd shoot what like f- would you would you say like thirty five percent for three or something like that? Yeah, Is that a good s- estimate. Some something along those lines. So it would be like one point two three pointers a game or something like that. Me, I would say one or two made. I would say yeah, two. Yeah. I would say two made. You'd go with two made. Maybe, yeah, originally maybe a little bit less. Originally, I had one point five three pointers made per game over or under, but because we sort of debated whether he would be able to make threes in our last episode. I actually went, I, I brought it down to just one. Um, but yeah, I mean, I if I had to guess, I would go with about 1.5. I mean, if you if you take a look at the numbers, Dario Saric, who's more of a shooter, but he's also not a guard. Yeah. He only made 1.3 last year, and he took 4.2. Um, yeah. That's actually making me like be a bit more hesitant on this, but I would, I would still go above because like yeah. one, one is not that hard to do. Yeah, I would, I would say I would say two. Yeah. But one is also respectable enough that you'd have to, guard, have to him guard him from three. Yes, which is which is a big deal, just because then you could play him on the court at the same time as Ben Simmons. If he can, if he can't make one three pointer per game, then it's pretty hard to play them both at the same time. I think. Okay, last year Donovan Mitchell averaged twenty point five points per game. I'm I'm a bit ambitious here, considering mm. they didn't really change their roster whatsoever. I think my over under Donovan Mitchell. 24 points per game. I'm going to go with just under. Um, I think just that, under. I think that um, just because he played... Well, how many years did he play in college? Three? Two. Two? I think that... I think two. Yeah, it was two or three. Um, but basically, I just think that because he played two or three years from college, he's less likely to make a big jump than a guy who only played one. With I, a year a year of NBA experience under his belt, I think means less to somebody who played who's who's twenty years old, twenty one years old, as it does to somebody who's eighteen, nineteen. Um so I just I and I think that also I did have to again carry most of the load on offense like he did last year. But with Rudy back for a more of the games in the season, Rudy will put up at least like ten or twelve probably, right? Yeah. And then yeah, I don't know how many hours you got a bunch here. of role players. I mean, right. Don, Don Joe Mitchell, Ingles, yeah. Ricky, Rubio, Ricky Rubio. None of them are great scorers, but they're all going to average between ten and fifteen. I, I would say, but I would say that Donovan Mitchell would be like the primary creator and the primary like yeah, undoubtedly off, off the like duh, but off the off the dribble, he's the only one that can score in my opinion. Like right. well, in, yeah, in high no, magnitude. I don't, I don't disagree with that. I just think that twenty four will be hard to. Well, it's just it's a big jump it's okay to disagree four yeah, yeah no I, I i think that I'm, I'm gonna go with less just because i think that four points per game is a big jump yeah i would say i hope he proves me wrong mm-hmm. i would like to see this jazz team be even better than they were last year surprise even more people than they did last year yeah um so you'd put them under i would put them would at put like them the 24 25 range yeah um, I, that's that's definitely possible but i'm gonna go with like 23 to 20 i'm gonna go like like 23 23.5 okay that's very similar to 24. Okay. Yeah, no, it's, it's so close, right? Because, I mean, the thing is, if, like, again, like, it's most of these numbers, it's going to be, like, you name a number, and it's going to be, like, pretty much 
Yeah. Like, it's going to be, we will both probably guess this about the same estimate. Um, for me, my next one is Kawhi Leonard. Um, Ooh, that's he averaged, he is, yeah, so, so as the new number one option in the um, Toronto Raptors offense, he averaged 25.5. Um, two, two years, years ago. ago, yeah, two years ago when he played the, his last full season in the he NBA, second place in MVP, MVP voting. So, do you think that this year he'll average more or less, more fewer, fewer? Yeah, fewer. Grammar. Uh, more <laughs> more points or fewer points than twenty six points per game this season? More. I would go with about twenty seven point five. Really? All right. Yeah. Uh, this is. I feel like this is just a gut feeling, like off the top of my head, kind of impulse, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, I think while like I think Kyle Lowry might take a step back in terms of scoring. I don't Agreed. know what he averaged last year off the top of my head. I think it was under twenty. I think it was like nineteen. Yeah, or something yeah like it, that. it was under twenty. Um, and Demar averaged in past years. Demar's averaged anywhere from like twenty five to twenty. I think he averaged twenty nine one year. Like two, really, two years ago, I think he did. Yeah, 20. I think last year he was twenty seven ish. Yeah, I think Kawhi's Kawhi's a better scorer than Demar Derozan. I think he could definitely do okay. that in a system like and yeah. Nick Nurse's system isn't different mm-hmm. because he was really like running things on the offensive side of the ball in the regular season mm-hmm. so I, and I think I'm a big believer in Kawhi I think this is a I don't know if this is an unpopular opinion but I think he'll be the same as what he was in 2016 2017 I think so too yeah no I I just I put him at 20 26 because I think he has more than enough talent to average something like 28 points per game but whether he really is the kind of guy who's going to be super hyper aggressive and go out and try to score that many points or and whether he's going to be able to make a very quick adjustment to the Toronto Raptors system why just because like he's not satisfied in Toronto no not even that I think that he'll I I do think that he'll resign resign in Toronto next on next offseason but that's a different episode (laughs) yeah and I but I just I think that he won't walk in and immediately be able to just go off every game it's gonna i mean like any player it's gonna take a little bit of an adjustment period okay I even though think- I, I i obviously he's happy to be out of san antonio but um i think i think there's gonna be a little bit of an adjustment. Go, going back to donovan mitchell like uh to the point of that his his season average might go down because he has a slow start mm-hmm. also donovan mitchell averaged 20.5 points per game while in like the first two months of the nba season he like i don't know this for a fact but i'm almost certain he averaged under like 16 yeah he was a rookie and like he wasn't mm-hmm. getting big time minutes or running the offense really i think that that could be a factor in Kawhi. i i personally kind of disagree i think he'll go yeah. 27.5 or 28 yeah but i mean do you think that he's going to be really taking that many more shots than he was taking two years ago I mean, is is would that's you valid. say that's would you valid. say that like Lamarcus Aldridge and Kyle Lowry are like pretty equal and like how much they're going to be putting the ball in the basket? No, I'd say Lamarcus shoots more. But I mean, like Lamar- 2016, okay. 2017, yeah, yeah. Lamarcus Aldridge. Yeah. Lamarcus Aldridge last year obviously shot shot more than Kyle Lowry did because Lamarcus Aldridge yeah. was I would playing s- without. Kawhi, I would still but. say yes in general. I would still say yes that Lamarcus Aldridge shot the ball more. Okay. Than Kyle so, Lowry does. So yeah. So basically, what I what I was just saying is that I'm not sure that. Kawhi will really have much of a bigger role in the offense than he did two years ago. That was basically the point I was making is like 26 points per game. By the end of the season, I think he'll be averaging more than that. I think at the beginning of the season, he'll start off at like 25 or whatever. Okay. By the end, he might climb a little bit higher. What's your next player? My next player is Joel Embiid. Um, 22.9 points per game last season. 
will he average more or less fewer than 24 points per game this season you really got that less and fewer thing <laughs> I, don't, I don't like i wouldn't care yeah, yeah. at all <laughs> um 24 points per game that's kind of tough because that's very close to what he averaged last year and typically i'm like i'm a believer in joel Embiid, but i think people average fan might say like 26 27 which i think would be too low i would 26 27 is too low oh sorry 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 too high too high um, oh yeah but i guess i would go higher i think he'll be in the 25 range really 25 25.5 get up to 26 maybe because i think ben simmons and him will just be working with more synergy mm-hmm. i think it'll just it'll just be a better system but do you think do you think that with Markel Fultz going from averaging basically zero in an average game to you you're guessing a little bit under fourteen, but something like twelve? Okay, well if you want to play that game, then also they lost Ursan Ilyasova and yeah, Marco Bellinelli. That's true. Who did that? But they also bought them out. Or they, they mm-hmm. but like they got so that wouldn't contribute to the season averages because they got them in the last two months of the season. Uh, pr- disproving my own point, but yeah, <laughs> um, but uh, so you, th- I, I think in the in a starting five that has uh, Ben Simmons, JJ possibly Markel Falls. I don't know who's going to start. JJ Redick, J- JJ Redick, um, Robert Covington, and Dario Saric with Markel coming off the bench. Then in that case, um, are they going to be? Able, is he going to be able to put up more than twenty four? He's still developing. Like he's the yeah, best no, center in the gonna, league, and, I, in the league, and yes. I don't think he's like hit his full prime. He yet. has not hit his full prime yet either. I think I think he's close to it, but I don't think he's hit his full prime. So no, I would he's say still that, getting better. He hasn't played a full, a really a full like seventy game plus season yet. Yeah. Um. So I would say, I would I would still say above. I'm a believer in All right. the process. Um. I'm, not, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a believer. In Joel Embiid averaging more uh-huh. than 24 points per game. Yeah, I mean everybody who's been listening to our podcast knows that you're the you're the Sixers hater and I'm the Sixers lover. Yeah, the two of us. But I I do think that it's there's a lot of guys who are going to put the ball in the basket on this team, and I don't think that Joel Embiid's going to really have enough touches to um, put in more than 24. Okay, it could happen. It could happen. I don't, you know play this clip back when when he averages 27 right but <laughs> but uh yeah i don't know that's my prediction okay next player this person averaged in last season he averaged uh 17 points per game the season before that he averaged 19 points per game i think mm-hmm. zach levine will average about 20 points per game in the 2018-2019 nba season i think if anything, maybe above. I'm like very high yeah, on Zach above. Levine. Like you, I, I you would go above. above. Yeah, interesting. I feel like people aren't talking about that. Like I think the general public may agree with that statement, but no one's talking about it. Ooh. Um. <laughs> okay, I said above. I said above very quickly because I I like I like Zach Levine as a player. I think he's a very he's a very talented scorer. But when you think about they they got Chris Dunn who's going to score again like a 10, 10 to fifteen range. Um, they've got. They just added Jabari. We'll see what happens, we'll but Jabari could, that. or he could just miss the whole year. He could <laughs> with, the, with the injury. Is it what? What is he? No, no, he has nothing. Oh, oh I'm saying okay, okay, this okay. Jabari Parker. I was like, what did I miss? He has no. He has yeah, no, no, no okay. He has no but like, knees. at his best, Jabari could be a twenty point per game scorer. Um, he I kind has, of disagree with that. But he he has in the past scored yeah. twenty points per game. So will he bounce but, back this year to twenty points per game? Probably not. But 
will he, he had, be? He had knees then, though. Yeah, he but will no he be? Knees. Will he average fifteen plus? Probably. Okay. Will Laurie average fifteen plus? Probably. Ooh. So, I don't. I don't know. Again, it's the same thing as Joel Embiid. There's a lot of scores in the team, but I think that Zach Levine will will be the probably the number one option and probably put up probably maybe, just I, I, over. I would say maybe Laurie Markkinen would be the first. The first option. I don't know. But I, I think I think maybe Laurie, maybe maybe Laurie's the first option. But it's up to Fred. I, I feel like I feel like Zach Levine is going to put up more points this year than Laurie is. Yeah, I agree with that. And also, I we didn't even mention Wendell Carter Jr. Potential Rookie of the Year candidate as well. Boy, falsehood. I disagree with that. But anyways, I don't think I don't have him for Rookie of the Year, but a lot of people are mentioning him as yeah. Rookie of the Year. Apparently, is it me or just is it just me that like people around the league for some reason really respect Wendell Carter Jr. Like in the GM survey and mm, in the yeah. rookie survey, they they had him in their Big top facts. three for Rookie of the Year. I'm like, what is this? He like. If anything, he's yeah. like very like unlikely for his draft position to win rookie of the year just because mm-hmm. he's not like this big offensive scorer. Yeah. Like, yeah. like no offense to Wendell. I, I met Wendell. I love Wendell. But you like, met him? Oh, uh, dude, I never told you that. Yeah, I met him uh, before the draft. That's crazy. Uh, like right after I met Michael Porter. You met Michael Porter? Dude, okay. <laughs> did you ever tell me that either? I did not tell you this either. <laughs> All I, right. I met both of them. They're cool. Um, that's sick. Um, I have a story about that, but for later. All right, but uh, but I'm gonna go final answer. I'm gonna go Zach Levine over, not okay. by much. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Don't quote me on that because it okay. could definitely be under. Because I kind of just talked myself out of over, but yeah. I, I'm gonna still stick with over. That was my gut. So. Okay. Next player. Uh, Kevin Knox. Um, Boy. Okay. Continue. Kevin Knox. The, again, I keep saying this in all of our episodes. <laughs> like, the, Knicks have, the Knicks have no scores. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so I'm going to go with Kevin Knox. 16 points per game over or under? Under. Under? All right. I don't want to be that hater. Like, I feel like I'm being this yeah, hater no, in no, this no. episode and last Most episode. Most people would say under on that. Yeah, I'm, I'm going under. You're in the majority, so. Okay, good. Um, Like, if you take a look at rookie seasons, usually the rookie of the year and the runner-up and maybe mm-hmm. the third place player average above 15 points per game. Yeah. I don't think Kevin Knox will be the rookie of the year and really? I don't think he'll be the runner up. He could hopefully he'll be ho- hopefully for us Knicks fans. I don't think yeah. he'll be that while there is like while there is a gap to fill with Chris Asporzingis. What if Chris Asporzingis has an entire season, which is a strong possibility. It is. Does that, I don't, okay, let's I don't assume, think let's, assume let's assume that that's going to happen, okay. which it may or may not. Does, okay. does he average over-under? Does that change your answer? No. No. It, it affects my answer, but it doesn't change the result. All right. Uh, because I would say that... I think, as a, as a Knicks fan, this might sound a little bit weird to you. I think that Chris Dabbs should set out the whole season. I, I, we have talked about this. We definitely... I agree, you agree with, with you. that? Okay. Yes, okay. so we can get high draft pick. Yeah, uh, all right. Go, going back to Kevin Knox... I, I, mostly for me, it's just like, why not let him get back to 100%? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Also. exactly. Um, going back to Kevin Knox, I would say Tim Hardaway Jr. likes to shoot the ball. Trey mm-hmm. Burke likes to shoot the ball. Who knows if he'll start? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Courtney Lee, off-ball player, whatever. And Enos Cantor likes to shoot that ball. Yeah. And I think that those but, are that's enough usage where, like, I think Tim Hardaway Jr., you're gonna make the argument that there's that they don't have a shot creator and that he'll be like the primary option. All right, here's what I'm thinking though. Do they have a number? Do they have a 20 point per game score this year? Besides Maybe Chris Dasporzingis. 
I, I mean, I'm saying, I'm assuming Porzingis is sitting out the whole season again. So do they have a twenty? Do no. they have a twenty-one per game score? No. No. So I, that, think, I think Tim Hardaway could definitely average eighteen. Yeah, he did like last year, right? Yeah. Like seventeen or something like that. So it's definitely, I guess, a possibility. But um, that somebody averages twenty. But to me, if you've got a team that doesn't have a twenty-point per game score, um. 16 points per game for Kevin Knox doesn't seem out of the question. Okay. That's definitely a biased answer, though. I love Kevin Knox, so. Okay. I think Carmelo Anthony will average 15 points per game in this upcoming season. For context, he averaged almost 17 last year, but, like, obviously his production is going down, and that was an inefficient Mm -hmm. 17 points per game last year. So I think I'm in maybe the minority. Not of like NBA that, players because NBA respects Carmelo, but I think he'll average. I think I'm. I think I'm like a bit on the high end of this. A bit. You're on the, the high end. You think? I think so. I don't think so. I think that a lot of people are still are very high on Melo. We live in New York City, so it's a little bit. It's a little, it's bit, a little bit biased, but <laughs> I think that you know, for most people, I've I, I've heard most people be like, "Oh yeah, Melo's gonna have a great year." Again, New York City, but I think that most people would go with over on this. I think that. Um, I don't know. That's really tough. I mean, I I like to see. It's hard to answer when you don't know whether he's going to start. When you, I mean, I don't. I think he probably will, but we don't know one hundred percent. Yeah. No, no. Um, and honestly, I I'm going to go over. I think just because, um, I like the way that he and the and the Rockets looked in the preseason. Obviously, that's not the best indicator, but he looked like he was having fun. He looked like he was accepting his role as I'm gonna catch the ball on the on the corner or on the perimeter and I'm gonna shoot it. And if he does that, then 15 points per game on pretty good efficiency is definitely possible. Okay, for for context, uh, the guys that he is replacing last year on the Rockets, the Wings, Trevor Ariza and Luke Mbamute. combined, Trevor Ariza averaged about 12 points per game and Luke mm-hmm. averaged seven. Point five. So yeah, I think I, I, that that kind of backs up. I think my that, answer. That, yeah, it does back up your answer. So I, I mean, I think yeah, I think that I think that at this point, Melo is still a better scorer than Trevor Reza. That's I, that would be very hard to argue that Trevor Reza a better scorer than Melo. I don't. I disagree. What? You think that Trevor Reza is a better scorer than Melo? Yes, I think he's a really. I, I think that the Rockets would rather have him on offense. Yes, because he's a better three point shooter. Is he a better three point shooter than Melo? I really think so. Really? I, I think so. We can agree. I don't know. To disagree, but I, I think I don't. I don't. I don't know. No. Trevor Reza is Melo's got to be a better scorer than, than. You're telling me that Trevor oh, Reza is a, be, a better a, scorer a, than Melo? A better offensive player. He's a better offensive player than Melo. Yes. Trevor Reza. Trevor Reza is a better player for the Rocket system than Melo. Melo is a better player than Trevor Reza. No. Though. Okay. No. I. I'm saying the first statement. The the Rockets would rather have Trevor Reza. On offense. On offense. Yes. Overall, the Rockets would have rather have Trevor Reza. Off defense excluded, they would rather have Trevor Reza. Yes. Nah. <laughs> okay, I'm bring- nah, dog. I'm, I'm bringing. Okay, that was cringe. I'm bringing up these. I'm bringing <laughs> nah, up. Nah, dog. I'm bringing up these. These numbers. Okay, field goal percentage. Carmelo Anthony, forty. That's horrible. That's what Steph Curry averages on three pointers. Like, yeah, <laughs> you're yeah. not wrong. Uh, he averaged 16.2 points per game, but like, I'm trying to get his 
three-point no, percentage. Melo is a better scorer than Trevor Reza. It doesn't matter how efficient he is. Yes, it does. It matters. What are you saying? He's a better scorer than Trevor Reza. <laughs> You're trying to tell me that 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 Melo is a worse scorer than Trevor. Trevor Reza is a better shooter. This is how we came up with this discussion. Trevor yeah, Reza, I mean, no, you just uh, said no to that statement. Um, is he? Uh, <laughs> nah, nah, you're wrong. You're wrong. Okay. okay. Melo is a better scorer than Trevor Reza. You can't tell Mello. me that Melo is not a better scorer than Trevor Reza. Mid range, definitely Melo. Okay, but three Houston Rockets don't care about mid ranges. Yeah, that's kind of true. Would they rather have Trevor Reza as a player? Yes. On offense, Would... yes. No. Yes. Okay, so that's what you're you're saying over because you think he's like this bona fide scorer still. Like I don't. I don't. I don't. <laughs> Carmelo is not an all star. He's not a top. Uh, he's definitely not top thirty. Probably maybe top like forty. Player, that's blasphemous. I don't, no. I don't know. I actually still like look at like okay. like look at a list. Yeah, uh, you need to look at a list. I, don't, I really like. You I need don't to know. look at a list, my guy. Okay, so like for reference, like Ariza averaged like thirty, uh, thirty-seven percent shooting from behind three-point line on seven attempts per game. Wait, wait, wait say that again. Say thirty-seven percent. Thirty-seven percent from that's the three-point line. Percentage. Yes, it is. It's it's thirty-seven percent. I would three... say I was a league average that's or not... above. No, that is above league average. On seven attempts per game, league like... average is like thirty-five percent or something. Okay. So that is above league average. Okay. But that's not like okay. totally like incredible three-point score. Uh, okay. Okay. You would rather have Mel. If you okay. think okay, if you think the okay. Rockets just on all okay, the Rockets would rather have Trevor Reza than Melo. Melo is a better player than Trevor Reza, and Melo is and would would. The Rockets would rather have Melo on offense, and I disagree with this statement. You're still because, like- <laughs> oh, because okay, okay, we're we're going in circles. This is my final statement. Trevor Ariza is a better shooter than Carmelo Anthony. The Rockets what? don't. The Rockets don't need shot creators. Send this to your friends. We're gonna blow up for this. <laughs> okay, okay. Trevor Ariza is a better shooter than Carmelo Anthony. What? He, 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 he averaged thirty-seven percent from the three-point okay, line that's on, very on, good. on seven attempts, and Carmelo Anthony averaged thirty-six percent on six attempts. Okay, that's the really, same. Yeah. That's the same thing. I, I just realized that. But like, bro, Trevor Reza has been knocked down for like five years straight. Trevor Reza is knocked down. You're right. Carmelo Anthony's not knocked down. This is, he's he's a better scorer than Trevor Reza though. He's so much more versatile offensively. Tre- can, Trevor Reza, can Trevor disagree. Can Trevor Reza create his own shot? No, but the Rockets. <laughs> no, the, exactly. The Rockets. Exactly. The Rockets don't need him to create his own shot. They have James that is, Harden. That is a ball. pretty valid okay. point. But do you think that? Do you think that there's any team in the league that wouldn't want a player that can create their own shot and shoots pretty similar efficiency from three pointer over a player that okay, can't create let's, their let's own shot? Let's talk about what teams want. What did Carmelo Anthony get paid this offseason? Minimum. Yeah. Okay. What did Trevor Reza get paid this offseason? I don't know, ten or fifteen million. Yeah, ten or fifteen million from the Suns. It was too one, much. That's no, too I, much. I know, but it was one. That's overpaid. It, okay, so what? He got paid. But uh, I, I'm also I'm not, I'm not trying to tell you that uh, to to most teams in the league, a three and D player is more valuable than what Carmelo Anthony brings, which yes. is just a pure score, basically. But you're just discounting the D, which I understand. Okay, but that's but that's how the, that's that, how that, the that, discussion that's started. That's not the discussion. Yeah. Okay. Would I the agree. Rockets? Would the Rockets in a heartbeat still trade Carmelo Anthony for Trevor Reza? If they're in the, you know, if they're thinking logically, if they're, you know, if their GM knows what he's talking about, then yes, because Trevor Reza is a, is the, you know, is the, 
standard three and D player yes. that the Rockets like. Yes. Melo is not that mold, but he's still a better offensive I, I, player I, than Trevor. I, I understand what, like what you're saying with the whole like what team what teams want with the defense, but I just disagree. We can move on. Okay. La- la- right. Last player. Man, we're we're talking about this later. <laughs> okay, yeah. All right. Um, we can talk about this for like two hours. Yeah. Continue. All right. My last player um, is Trey Young. I want you to tell me first. I'm gonna talk, we're talking about his points per game. Then we're talking about his field goal percentage. First of all, Ooh, points per that's game. That's interesting. Seventeen. Over under. Hmm. I'm. This is tough because like he doesn't have other scores really but like yeah it's i don't like john collins i, I don't yeah. think like he'll be efficient in it which is why like yeah. you put that's up that's why i told talking about yeah. field goal percentage i think lower you think lower i think really because we'll, most slept on man in the league torian prince most slept on man in the league that's <laughs> yeah. a bold statement <laughs> okay he's slept on okay but... okay you know what i mean all right I, um, actually i'd have to like look at a list yeah. of most <laughs> <laughs> okay you know what i mean to, no no i got that here. list in is inherently stupid because then they won't be slept on anyways that's fact and, anyways sorry uh, <laughs> anyways john collins bucket getter will improve this season um, who else is on their roster? Uh, <laughs> um, um, yeah. This is I, the I, worst I, team in the league we're talking about. Really, no okay, one. No, else. Ke- Kevin Herter could shoot. I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of. <laughs> I just. I, I don't know. Full of names. Dude, dude, I don't know how they're gonna score the ball. Yeah, I don't exactly. Think, I, still, so, I still don't think it'll be Trey Young. I just don't think he has. You that don't ab- think it'll be Trey Young? No, I just don't think he has that ability yet. All right, I thought 17 points per game was even a little bit low, but okay, I mean, I'm going low. I mean, I'm I just going lower. I think that 70 I mean I just feel like this is the worst team in the league who else is going to score the basketball besides John Collins so it's got to be Trey Young and they traded him for Luka Doncic so he better be putting up points otherwise the whole world's going to hate the Atlanta Hawks front office yeah except for Mavericks fans um, <laughs> yo chill <laughs> but I, I but I just think I just think that Trey Young's got to average at least 17 but okay all right, and- all right so then let's talk about Let's talk about the field goal percentage. Over or under 42% from the field? For under. reference. All right, for reference, he shot 42.2% at Oklahoma, and Curry shot 46.2% as a rookie. So that's way under what what Curry shot as a rookie. And Triangle is often compared to, to uh, Curry. Okay, under. Under? Under. I would say Lonzo Ball mm-hmm. averaged... Uh, had 36% from the field last year. Yeah. I but, uh, of but course that's, that's like historically, historically bad. Yeah. <laughs> that's historically bad. I'm just saying like Melo averaged like 40. That's also kind of like historically bad. But like yeah. Melo averaged 40% from the field. You're like phenomenal score. We'll talk about this after. Um <laughs> I'm going to keep like throwing shots. Um yeah, I would just say under because like I think he will be taking a lot of like these crazy threes mm-hmm. because like i think he'll also be forced into a lot of he's, unfavorable he's so shots. short he's like <laughs> like he's like <laughs> 5 11 6 feet or he's left to 6 1 that's okay. that's he's not actually it's it's so hard as a player who's short and i said he's so short he's not actually <laughs> short he's short by nba standards i'm sorry um but as a player who's who's short and is not fantastic at attacking the basket he's oh he's good at attacking the basket he's got he's good at attacking the basket in that 
he's dangerous off a of pick and roll. He's dangerous as a playmaker with it, you know, with his handle and whatever. He can finish around the rim, but he's not like a super like Colin Sexton is only like six one or whatever. Yeah. But he is he's known not, for attacking the basket. Yeah. Trey Young is not that player. So if if you can't attack the basket, I just feel like it becomes a lot harder because you're he's pretty one dimensional, right? Like he's a shooter and a playmaker, and that's kind of that's kind of the extent of his game, really. Yeah, I would say the reason that I would think that he would average under than under like forty two percent from the field shooting wise is because he there's going to be more than one or two times, in my opinion, there's going to be more than one or two times where like there's no one else to create the shot. It's low in the shot clock. Yes. And like you're not going to give the ball. That's going to gonna like, be like most possessions for them. Yeah, you're not going <laughs> to. That is going to be most. Possessions. <laughs> yeah. You're not going to give the ball to Torian Prince to really like. Yeah. No, like he's the go He's got to be the bucket getter for them. I feel like John Collins is a power forward. You got to have like a guard. Has got to give the, the ball perimeter. to the power yeah, forward, right? I, I, but I would just... say yeah. There's going to be several times in a game where he's going to be forced into an, an yeah. unfavorable shot. And that's going to be why his field goal percentage could be like lower than one might expect at forty-two yeah. percent. No, I just think I think that his shot selection is not great. Like we're like I was saying, like he's not excellent attacking the basket, which means that at the NBA defenders can really just focus on shutting him down for from three, go over the screens, go you know go like just screens, yes. just like if if that's if that's really what he's looking for every time down the court, it becomes a lot easier to stop. Okay, so, so I just think I feel like his I'm I'm going I'm gonna go with forty two percent, which is very low considering you know when you compare that to Curry, but and and you know at him in Oklahoma, which was one of his main concerns. So it's basically assuming that he doesn't improve coming into the NBA where he's got more options around him. The the defense, um, what are they even trying to say? I don't even know. But basically, <laughs> I just I just feel like forty two percent like that is low. at most. That's low, but I'm, I'm that's, saying that's even low. Lower. Yeah, like he, I'm he saying lever. even lower. Yeah. All right. All right. This was this is very fun. It was fun. All right. All Thank right. you for listening to this episode of Space the Floor NBA podcast. Uh, if you enjoyed and you're watching on YouTube, leave a like and also comment uh, new players that you would want to see us do. Like if you leave mm-hmm. certain players, we'll definitely do this again and we'll take the players that you leave in the comment yeah. section. Uh, leave a like, subscribe on YouTube. Turn Subs- on post notifications. <laughs> Always be notified when we post a new episode. Um, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, thank you. And subscribe there. Drop a rating. Follow us on Instagram at Space the Floor Podcast and at Twitter at Space the Floor. And we hope you enjoyed. My name is Connor Geelan. And I'm Connor Flannery. And peace. Thanks for tuning in.